this unnamed podcast about Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I'm Matthew Maycar. And I'm Ryan Kennedy. And together we are going to be going through uh, the Deep Space Nine uh, and, you know, just basically recapping it, talking some shit, because let's face it, yeah, it can be pretty <laughs> bad. <laughs> But it's the greatest show ever, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like make any of our listeners like think I'm not a Star Trek fan because I am. I'm a huge Star Trek yeah. fan. I've watched all of them. Uh, Deep Space Nine is actually my favorite series, and that's saying a lot because like for the longest time, The Next Generation was my favorite series. And Ooh, yeah, con- and so, like, controversial. It's really controversial. I know because I mean, Captain Picard, like John Luke Picard, he's just the man, and you know you can't I think get he's, any better than that he's like one of the few people i actually know what their names are because i am not a fan and i've like l- watched very little star trek like i've seen some of it just because you know it's impossible to like evade so i've seen like things here and there but <laughs> i don't really know a whole lot like i think i've seen the most i've seen is like the new movies plus like wrath of khan probably that i've watched before that's about it yeah that's where my knowledge lasts well, man, this is going to be so tough. <laughs> yeah. You fucking... speed. <laughs> so, like, two things I want to mention about this episode so far. Like, first off, <laughs> why the fuck was it an hour and 30 minutes? <laughs> like, oh. they could have been edited so much better. I don't know what they were doing. And I... then, like, second off, like, I understand, like, I'm sure it, it makes sense to, like, you, because you know, like, what's happening in the series, and, like, maybe you, you appreciated what was happening, but, like, to, like, as a newcomer, especially with, like, a new series, it was completely incomprehensible, like, to me in every way. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, I guess, like, I guess what they were thinking was, if you didn't know this or not, but the uh, Star Trek The Next Generation in, and Deep Space Nine actually ran simultaneously uh, for, like, I think maybe, like, a year or two. And Yeah, so, yeah, I looked that up and saw that. Yeah, so, like, what ended up happening is, uh, I guess, like, the next generation was such a so popular and, like, Star Trek made a resurgence after, the, you know, the original series with... And uh, I guess, you know, they were just, like, getting Star Trek crazy and they made just, like, a bunch of spinoffs. So you have, like, in this series of, like, uh, you know... Uh, chronologically in the series you have the next generation deep space nine and voyager which all kind of link uh to one another and i mean it's a really cool concept like to have three different shows that all draw from you know the same universe obviously but also tie into one another in some areas uh it's usually only like an episode or two here or there for this first episode like the fucking hour and a half of like they they really went hard into like the next generation world i mean yeah like so is this like a complete spinoff of that show? Because I, I, I know that some of them, like what I've seen, like I think that uh the 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 Irish dude he was in the original series, but I don't know if the uh if a uh, good Miles old Benji was <laughs> Yeah. So like I know he was in oh. it and a couple other people, but I don't know if like um of Benjamin was as well, or if he was like a new person they added or something. Uh Benjamin was new, so Miles O'Brien was not. He was on. He served on the Enterprise with John Luke, who we see in the beginning of the episode. And good old, uh, good old Robo John Luke Picard. <laughs> oh man, Lacutus of Borg is his name. Like they, they capture him. Like here's the thing about that. Like this takes place in season two, I believe, and they enter the Borg because they totally fucked up with who their main villain was going to be in the next generation, and so like they needed to like think of something else, and so like they they introduce the Borg. 
and this big Borg attack type thing uh, where they capture Jean-Luc and they turn him into a Borg and they use all of his memories to kind of uh, learn the secrets of like Starfleet since he has a lot of like classified information. And so being the captain and all. Yeah, exactly. So like being the captain, he knows a lot about Starfleet and you know, their vulnerabilities and all of their like access codes and shit. So like they use him to try and get to earth and uh, just like assimilate all of earth into the Borg collective and so, uh, yeah, and it's like an awesome uh, two episode uh, in the two episode, you know, uh, part in the next generation where Picard is on the ship, you know, and uh, like the Borg ship and then his first officer takes over and they think that maybe, you know, like he, Picard might die. They actually leave you on a cliffhanger and they wait like the entire like couple of months in between seasons until you get the resolution. Does he die? No, he doesn't die. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> which would have been cool. Spoilers. I mean, yeah, right? Like, it would have been cool to, like, go with a new captain, but they didn't. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so Picard is leading the Borg attack, and Starfleet, like, Riker, who is the commander uh, under Picard, who is now the captain of the Enterprise, is, like, calling up Starfleet Command. He's like, guys, this is going to be bad. Like, these dudes have technology way more advanced than us. Like, they destroyed us. They batted us away, like like a cat would fucking with like a mouse you know like we're 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 in some deep shit and was that like the vulcan dude in the beginning of the episode that looked like john lithgow no no they're not even in it like <laughs> that's not even shown in uh, any of the next generation <laughs> yeah they just, just random it. people thrown in <laughs> yeah yeah so like they reference uh wolf 359 and like i was saying with Riker, like he calls up starfleet command and they're like dead in water and they need like a couple of hours until they can get back in pursuit of the Borg ship. And the admiral that he talks to is just like, oh, yeah, we'll take care of this. No problem. And uh, he's like, I'll just send a couple of ship- ships to Wolf 359. And, uh, you know, it, we'll be we'll, we'll uh, have some champagne ready for you boys when you get there. We'll pop some bottles in our victory. Popping the biggest bottles. Yeah. And like Riker's like, no, guys, like, seriously, you're in for some shit like you better have every single Starfleet ship that you have possibly like there. And there's like a giant cube fucking everything up. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going on. No one knows what's going on. Uh, they didn't listen to his, to his, uh, recommendation. And so they get their engines back on and they show up in Wolf three, five, nine, and it's just a graveyard and there's just like ships destroyed. They're reading no life signs. Uh, and that's actually all you see from uh, all you see in the next generation so you see like the perspective of uh you know the enterprise crew and so now yeah. fast forward to deep space nine we see what happened when the borg ship actually gets to 359 and we see the ships that were there to uh you know kind of like intercept the borg and try and stop them okay and, so yeah it's just yeah. another perspective of people during the attack exactly that, and so that Cisco, weren't really in the show yeah and then cisco just happened to be like the first officer on board the ship and uh that it was there at wolf 359 and yeah so, yeah uh, i was like half convinced he was gonna die in the beginning <laughs> just because i remember from like the first star trek movie like the new reboot <laughs> like during that whole sequence I was like he's, he's definitely gonna die obviously and then like he survived i was like well i guess i was wrong because yeah. he's wearing a red shirt so i figured you know he's gonna die oh at some god point. <laughs> yeah yeah so like the red shirt man man this is tough like you have no star trek knowledge past <laughs> like movies oh god yeah so they like they like switched the gold shirt red shirt thing 
So like red shirts are command officers and they're usually the ones that make it. And then everybody else is kind of like up in the air uh, about whether or not they're going to (laughs) survive. It could just be a recurring segment of my complete inability to comprehend anything in the show. <laughs> I think at least so. for at least for the beginning. You're really gonna just be uh, out of the loop for a while, uh, until Deep Space Nine gets more on board with like its own story track. Uh, yeah, story like maybe arc. like season five, midway, I can finally <laughs> pick up on what's going on. <laughs> maybe. Um we're gonna have to do like a crash a crash course, like Star yeah. Trek one oh one. Star Trek my favorite. My favorite thing, like, looking through, like, them vaguely was that how pretty much three of the series had the same length. Like, they all lasted, like, seven seasons and, like, 170 episodes. Like, was that when Star Trek was just like, nah, we're good. We're, we're gonna cut it here. I guess Go so. to the next one. I mean, maybe they just... I'd like to imagine that, like, the writer's room just had all of these ideas. And they had, like, a bunch of ideas that just kind of got, like, pushed in, pushed aside and people were like, well, this bin could be really good for, like, new new series. What do you think? And they were like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's, so, let's do it. Yeah, people love the sci-fi shit right now. It's the yeah. 90s. It's the 90s, man. We're getting all kinds <laughs> of CGI and special effects. Like, man, it's awesome. Like, look at what we can do right. with makeup. <laughs> we can do so much now. <laughs> we can do so much. It still so, looks super bad, but whatever. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put some fucking clay on this guy's face. Uh, All right, yeah. so you want to get started with the the recap of the episode? The actual meaning of this podcast? The actual <laughs> meaning of this podcast? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think I think we should do that. Um, yeah, After Ryan's so, Star Trek Lesson 101. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. It was good. Bringing you up to speed, but... Yeah. I think let's del- let's delve right into this bullshit. Uh because that is exactly what it is. It's like an hour and 30 minutes <laughs> of like poor acting, uh really inappropriate like dialogue, questionable yeah. choices. There's there was a lot going on with this episode that like <laughs> I didn't know where to start. Well, you know what? I'm going to how about you start then with like uh like your take on what was happening? All right, so so basically, uh, we kind of started with um, you know, the spaceship getting attacked. I don't, I can't remember if it was Enterprise or not, or if that was just them talking about it. But like, so everything's getting blown up, and the ship that um, Benjamin Cisco was on, uh, which I don't think he was the captain of at that point, but it like was getting blown up, and um, they were trying to escape. He he tries to save his family, but his wife's dead. And um, my favorite part about that scene is that, like, the commander that's with him is just so super chill about it. He just, like, kind of, like, w- like waltzes in as everything's blowing up and just kind of checks her pulse and goes, like, yeah, she's dead. Okay. Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> and, like, well, like, that's it. Like, let's go. <laughs> Got my, my, favorite, my favorite part of that scene is uh, is just Benjamin Sisko um, walking into the room, going over to his wife and, uh, like, trying to pull stuff off of her. And you just get one of the most amazing, like lines of dialogue in this episode which is just two words help me (laughs) (laughs) and like the blue guy who's with him like his his like under officer just comes in checks her like yeah like you said dead all right let's get out of here and like has to drag him out and he's just like oh oh no Like Like giving this like high school level like dramatic like exit. (laughs) Yeah, and I was so disappointed because from that point to where the series ends, I really think that Cisco's the best character by far. He is just always on point and he really commands. 
you know, like this, the screen pretty well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think maybe this was just like, he was new to this like type of role. Didn't really know. Like what it was the... trying to be a little bit more cheesy than he needed to be. Yeah. I don't know. It was the nineties, man. Yeah. I mean, like I liked him. I was compelled by him during the show but like just the way he spoke and his movements like he seemed like a robot that was just slowly trying to <laughs> like learn how to act like a human but they accidentally programmed a serial killer into him <laughs> so he's like trying to <laughs> trying to work it out i just imagine that like he like actually got captured by the borg and he's just living like in an alternate universe this entire series uh and he's actually just like been assimilated and that's the that's the spinoff is like the okay. Borg assimilated everybody, and he's just like <laughs> living a dream, and that's all that is like Deep Space Nine. The when you texted me that, I like thought you were being serious for a second, so I had to go check. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, did I miss something? I don't know. Yeah, Captain Cisco, man. I mean, he's just uh, a, he's a robot. He's a robot he, killer. He talks like this with periods at every end of each word he says <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah the, so then like then they go to him being on earth and it's like three years later and yeah i i misread that as three years before so i was like when the fuck is this happening like because i kept like switching to different things so i couldn't quite tell yeah so i was, uh, I was yes. wrong so we see his son we know his son survived yay yay jaco and i love when he calls him jaco like that's like just Every every time he talks to him, like when at the end of the series when he's a fucking adult, he's just like, "Hey, Jaco," and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, all right, this kid's like living his own 54. life now. <laughs> He's got three kids, <laughs> yeah." And I'm like, "Man, I guess this just has to do with like being like a single father and like you know having to cope with the fact that like you guys lost like." you know, your wife and you lost like your mother and like you guys got really close. Like I get it, but it was just yeah. weird. Like, I don't know. I like, I just don't like the I, fact that the weirdest shit he does is like when he like kind of like caresses his face, but it looks like he's about to choke him. Like every time he does it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Cisco has those like really long hands too. So yeah. It's like, like extra awkward. Face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is Which... the exact opposite of Trump. He has too big of hands. His hands are too large. <laughs> This is why I'm convinced that he's secretly, like, programmed with, like, Ted Bundy, that he's just, like, must choke, <laughs> wait, comfort. Oh, God. Yeah, so, then they fucking go to, uh, and they're, compl like, Jake's complaining the entire time. He doesn't want to go to Deep Space Nine, and they're going to Bajor, which is another thing that you're going to be completely illiterate on, because, like, Bajor is, like, towards the end of, uh, like, Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm -hmm. where like Bajor and the Cardassians are like fighting uh the Cardassians are occupying them it's kind of like the Nazis like occupying France and it, yeah and, yeah yeah and like then the allied forces are the you know our Starfleet and they are you know coming in to kind of lend a helping hand and uh, oh, okay yeah and so like the station that they're going to is actually a Cardassian station that was built uh during the occupation and they get there it's you know like the Cardassians left everything uh destroyed like they just tried to basically cause as much damage to the station and the people living on the station as they could before they left so that Starfleet didn't yeah. have like you know so they'd be you know behind the ball on getting things up and running again which mm -hmm. is smart to do um 
And which is like the thing that like pissed me off is with Cisco is he gets there and he's like complaining about why things aren't like running properly and like uh and why it's like, like still a mess and it's like dude like do you not see this shit everywhere like <laughs> yeah and he's like he's like why is this mess still here chief o'brien and it's like dude because like we're getting life support back online we're like trying to get communications like you know that important shit that we're gonna need not like a clear walkway from from point a to point b you know <laughs> like this dust has not been dusted on my computer <laughs> yeah right it's like sorry i didn't like f- you know fold the laundry and you know pick up my dishes like sorry dad calm uh, down dude yeah and speaking of chief o'brien uh he is like in the next generation solely like the transporter chief and now he's gotten this yeah. like big upgrade to like chief of engineering at the uh, Deep Space Nine, and I swear to God, in this episode alone, Chief O'Brien does more fucking work than he has ever done in the Next Generation. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there are comic books online devoted to uh, Chief O'Brien. It's called like Chief O'Brien at Work, and it's just him standing in the transporter room. And there's actually like a really great scene of this in this episode where the chief is in his favorite transporter room, transporter room three. And Picard comes down and like beams him out, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Like I, I figured because that was just like a send off from the show, and it was just like very like weird, like ten minute long sequence that could have been easily edited down. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so funny because he right before that he like walks onto the the bridge of the Enterprise and is like reminiscing about his time there. And I, my immediate thought was, Chief, you've never been on the fucking bridge. You've been in Transporter <laughs> Room 3 your entire career on the Enterprise. And now you're, like, looking around like, oh, yeah, this is this is home. This is the our, good old days. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> I'm going to miss this place. <laughs> and I'm just like, Chief, you're drunk. Like, get, get, out, get out of here. You remember all the good times we had, Picard? Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know, you remember that, like two episodes that i did anything important oh god so yeah then they go to what they like you it's basically like you get on the station and they're just meeting everybody yeah that's pretty much what happens yeah. for like the first like 40 minutes of this show it's just like you're meeting all the characters like there's the alien major lady who's like very like they did not try a whole lot to make her an alien. They just put a couple slits on her nose. <laughs> yeah, the Bajoran uh, first officer to Cisco, uh, Major Kira Norris, and yeah, which is like m- my favorite thing because it's like we gotta have her as an alien, but we also gotta make her hot for the kids. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You gotta get those kids their daily boner allowance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where's the- they can't jerk off to this? So she looks like a deranged like yeah monster. Yeah, her hair is all disheveled. I mean, I understand it. You'll you'll get to see a little bit more about her character like development. She was a freedom fighter against the Cardassians. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we meet some of the other characters like Dax and Julian and fucking yeah, were those, was that the doctor and the woman who was like, apparently like had a slug in her or something like that? Exactly. Uh, Julian is actually one of my favorite characters, but like for the first couple of seasons, he's fucking a whiny brat and I hate him. And he remind me a lot of, um, guys Baltar from the, the reboot of Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> which was like all I could think about when I was seeing him. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a pretty good reference. Uh, I can see that. He's definitely 
gets better with time like everybody does but just i think out of like all of the characters that were introduced with right off the bat like the main characters julian has the biggest transformation from the beginning of the series to the end and i'm most pleased with his transformation because he's fucking awesome character later on and i hate the fact that he's just like us he's so green he's he's just like fresh out of the academy He's, you know, an A student in med- like Starfleet Medical. He could have gotten to any post, and then he chooses. But he chose this one. Yeah, because he wants to be a hero. <laughs> He's such a, like a smarmy asshole. Ex- so like, yeah. I'm probably gonna like him. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think you'll, I think you'll like him a lot. Um, then the other, so then the other characters are Quark, uh, and Odo. And I want to hear your first like opinion of Odo and Quark because, so Quark is the the dude like with like the illegal gambling stuff, right? I think. Yeah, he's the one who owns the bar and like the gambling uh, license there. So the gambling's not the illegal shit, but like uh, he definitely is big on uh, doing illegal things, and you'll see a lot of it. And, yeah, yeah, which I'm sure was I gathered from just his whole entire thing. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of an opinion on him. Basically, he was just kind of just there. I, I did find it funny how Cisco immediately like imprisoned his like his like cousin just to like get yeah, shit from yeah. him. His <laughs> nephew. <laughs> like, <laughs> my favorite part with with Quirk is right after. Uh, I think it's not too long after they get to the Cisco gets to the station. Major Norris is like picking shit up and Cisco's talking to her and she just gives him this backhanded comment about, Oh, you Starfleet types can't get your hands dirty. I'm I'm <laughs> yeah, a bitch a and I'm gonna moment. like yeah, I'm gonna bitch at you, like my superior officer. I'm just I don't play by the rules, but I get results. And Cisco just like stares her down and like walks over <laughs> and picks something up. <laughs> And tosses it down, and I just, like the most aggressive way possible <laughs> yeah. to, like and not breaking eye contact. <laughs> I just thought that scene was just so awkward on so many levels. Like, if just the way that he he moved around in that in that in that space just was, just was awful. Like they, <laughs> I don't I want to know what his like what the uh, director for that scene told him. Like what was what were like the, his points. You know, it's like all right. You gotta. You can only take three steps. You have to pick up this giant uh, cardboard frame thing and throw it on the ground as hard as you can. <laughs> and get this: you have to make eye contact with the entire yeah. time. <laughs> don't it, blink! Don't yeah. you fucking blink! Don't, don't blink! He's like, ah, oh, that was. You know what? That was good. First take was good. But can you be a little bit more rigid? <laughs> can you? Be- I think I saw your arms bend like naturally. Could you not do that, please? Yeah. <laughs> And so it's during that scene that uh, that I think uh, two I can't remember if it's during that scene or if it's at a later scene, but there's the uh, there's the fucking guy with the little uh, Quirk's little nephew, and then the other yeah. guy, and they're like trying to steal some shit, right? They're breaking into some supplies or whatever, and yeah, yeah, something like that. I thought that this guy. It had to be I felt so bad for the character who was in that scene uh, because he had to spend like probably hours in makeup and costume getting like all of that shit put on his face and then the only role he has throughout the entire episode 
is I'm going to help you steal this shit. I'm going to make a couple of grunting noises and then I'm gonna I'm gonna twirl a weapon above my head and throw it at the alien, and it's gonna do nothing. And then I'm gonna go to jail. Like they couldn't uh, give him a line or two. Like the role I was born to play. Yeah, felt really bad for that guy. MVP though for yeah, he for, got paid. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> he got paid twenty bucks. They would have to pay him fifty if you had a speaking line. <laughs> yeah, like, grunting doesn't count apparently. <laughs> And then, uh, so the next character that we're introduced to is, um, fucking TI-1000 yes. from, uh, Terminator 2. Yes, Odo. Oh, no. oh, with, man. With, with, their, with their new, like, um, special effects they just discovered, so they just want to keep showing that over and over again. Yeah, and it, you know what pisses me off is then throughout the rest of the series, they are so, like, they're very seldom making that CGI effect. It's like they spent all of their budget on, like, these first, like, the, of the entire, like, season yeah. on this one they episode you like on that the, whole body reveal yeah yeah and so we don't get that a lot uh moving forward at least not in the first season uh once that's, you know cgi gets better it's super disappointing because odo is a really cool character uh perhaps not the actor as much like he he's a little bit like rough around the edges in like the first couple of seasons but definitely a cool concept uh yeah so you gotta look out you gotta watch out for that dude but keep a lookout yeah. for him. Keep keep a watch on Odo. You know Odo and Quirks. <laughs> Odo, Odo watch. And Quirk. Yeah, Odo watch. It's like Odo watch twenty sixteen. <laughs> it, it's like Baywatch, but um, his face is really fucked up. He's just a butterface. Well, like he well, he can shape shift. We did have Baywatch in this episode, so it, it all ties together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, why don't why don't we get into that then? Because that's kind yeah, of what that's happens. That's basically next. the first thing that happens. Yeah. in the Episode besides like all the introductions. Exactly. So, I, this is when the 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 music video of Cisco's thong song takes place, um, where he meets his wife. <laughs> well, we should and, probably uh, like preface it a little bit with how he gets into this scenario, don't you think? Oh so yeah, like, yeah, you can. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let you take the reins on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, because they're this is like they're after they're kind of like all right now you've met the crew and you've seen all of like the wacky hijinks that take place on this station. Let's uh like. Oh, this is great because then the old guy, like the old priest or whatever, just walks up, walks up like randomly and just stares at Cisco and is like, "It's time, Commander." And like, yeah, he's the dude that looks like a blinged out Teletubby. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And so like, he just takes him down to the planet to meet the the Kai, Opaka Kai or whatever, like the religious leader of Bajor, who, who I've got to ask you a question now uh, after you've watched this episode, Ryan. Have you explored your paw? Have you? Have you explored your paw? Yeah, I've been squeezing my lower earlobe <laughs> all day <laughs> in hopes that I I can have weird, creepy interactions with uh, my my future wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just like straight up gives uh, Cisco the paw check. She's like, she's just, you know, just latches right on, grabs him right by the earlobe instead of the, you know, what our president-elect would do yeah <laughs> and he's just like she just Yikes. looks at him like have you checked your paw today have you explored it have you gotten in there real nice and deep <laughs> get the crevices the nice juicy flows yeah mm, that paw it's good stuff yeah so now that we've explored our paw a little bit that's when uh kai leads cisco down into like the basement of the building 
and they find the orb and she like tells her tells him a little bit about like the religion and then i think you should tell us about cisco popping some thongs yeah so um cisco makes his uh, musical debut with the most iconic song from the early 2000s i don't uh, probably a uh, thong song he's like got some three lemonades for some reason on the beach <laughs> he's going up <laughs> to his uh his wife who should be dead and commences in the weirdest courting i've ever seen in my whole entire life <laughs> like i understand I understand, like, this isn't what happened when they met each other, but I can also also believe that this is what happened when they met each other. <laughs> it's highly likely, like, given just... all we've seen of Cisco so far, that he was just yeah. born straight creeping. <laughs> yeah, just like, hey, uh, my future wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, just chasing her down the beach, like, Jennifer. <laughs> I just, I'm so glad, though, that Jennifer's character is given, like, the due she deserves like since she, her character in the show should be dead um at least they don't make her out to be as a, much of a creep and weirdo as cisco is uh because then she would never have any ability to like go back and or like change her character and progress but i love the fact that she just straight like shoots him right down at the beginning uh, when he asks her if he, she wants a lemonade and she's just like, like i don't take i don't take lemonade from strangers on the beach she's like of course i don't good... want a fucking lemonade from you you creepy man like get the fuck away from me like have you seen what you're wearing what's happening here <laughs> yeah it's like a uh it's like the bottoms are like speed skaters like a speed skater outfit and then like the or like a biker outfit and then like the top i don't even know what that is it's like a, a tank top with like a deep V. <laughs> People from the 90s thought that 90s style was going to last forever. And so then they were just like, yeah, people will still be wearing shit like this in the future. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I can't see this ever going out of style. Uh, My favorite part of that whole entire interaction is like whenever he realizes that like, oh, you're Jennifer. He just goes, ow. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's so... It doesn't sound like a sound that any human can recreate. <laughs> Ow, Jennifer, <laughs> I got some lemonades for you, baby. Ooh, Ooh Cisco's about to pop them thongs. Uh, I would love to hear a rendition of his thong song as Benjamin <laughs> Cisco. Yeah. Girl, I love it when that booty go. That booty go. Thong, nah. thong, thong, thong. It's almost too much emotion. <laughs> you hit, you hit yeah. too many. You're out of like your range. Yeah, you gotta dial it down a little bit. You gotta back off. Thong, 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 thong. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he just like, ooh, Jaco. <laughs> like intercutting a couple owls into there. Yeah, that whole scene was just uncomfortable from start to finish, and I was very relieved when he's like whisked back to way back away to present time and yeah, thank god. i was like oh my god it's over finally thank you um then they go back up to like deep space nine and they're researching the the prophets and uh the orbs and bullshit and trying to get like he puts he puts dax on the job who uh if you didn't guess is like 300 years old and like was friends with cisco like a mentor um yeah in her previous life so mm -hmm. yeah dax is on the job and you know i like dax as a character but like uh for the f like f that like we don't really get too much over in this episode i can understand why it's already long and it's like they can't add anything else uh but 
would have liked to have seen more of her. Um, yeah, they already added way too much in this episode to begin with, so yeah, thank exactly, God they realized right? thank they should have edited it down a little bit. Thank fucking God they cut it down a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, so then they finally find it. Like, it doesn't take them too long, which is, like, my favorite part, is this planet has been here for fucking ever. There, You guys have had inner, like, galactic travel now for, you know, centuries. And you mean to tell me that in all of those, like, all of those fucking years of riding around the galaxy... You never once like this. This fucking wormhole is like right next to the planet, essentially. And you mean you never found it? Like it took you guys this long to find to find it? You guys are really bad. Like it, yeah. really bad explorers. <laughs> like shame on you. Because <laughs> most of them aren't really dealing with like exploring stuff. They're just trying to fuck any alien that they come across. So they just get yeah, sidetracked. Right, right. They get sidetracked. And speaking of uh, having sex with aliens. Uh, which is a huge mainstay of Star Trek, especially with Kirk and Riker. Um, it's one of the main themes of the show, I think. Yeah, exactly. There was, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but I wrote down the time. So at 58.08, they're in the in Quark's bar, and there is a woman who has like the just heavy amounts of face makeup on. Like She is the most caked face in the bar. But then everything else is completely revealed, and she has the most like oh yeah with mass- like the slit the, the like- underboob the massive amount <laughs> yeah. of underboob that is there, <laughs> and I was just I was obviously distracted, and I just kept thinking to myself that either Riker or Captain Kirk would have totally been all over that, um, probably. But we're <laughs> we're not with that. We're with Cisco, and but you know like Cisco, you, you're single. You can get it. Like it's cool. <laughs> I don't uh, want to. I don't want to see any more <laughs> attempts of him trying to win over anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He, maybe he shouldn't date anymore. I think he got lucky the first time. Yeah, <laughs> he got really lucky. She must have seen something in him, but because I don't know. I, I, yeah, baffles me. But so that was a nice sidetrack. <laughs> so where were we? Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking um, about again? Star Trek, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a problem with a fucking hour and a half long episode. Is like, <laughs> yeah, there's and like it keeps bobbing <laughs> everywhere. So I'm just like, don't know what's happening. So, uh, they were going to the wormhole. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, basically, uh, Cisco and I can't remember who else was with him. Like they get into the planet. Yeah, and, it was. Um, uh, it was just Cisco and Dax. Yeah, yeah, Dax, and then like the this is like this like weird green hourglass thing because they're like in this kind of like Jupiter looking planet that's just like th- like lightning and thunder all the time. Yeah, and it like shoots Dax out <clears throat> of the planet or wormhole, I guess, and then like keeps um Cisco. And then this is where we commence with the longest segment of anything I've ever seen in my whole entire oh, life. Oh man, it's brutal. which is like. It's like 40 minutes of just him describing what all these human things are to, like, an entity that would have no idea what these things are. It's very, like, Slaughterhouse (laughs) 5, but it just keeps going. (laughs) And my favorite part is that it's like a non-human trying to describe something human to a human. So it's even more convoluted because it's like Cisco is, like, terrible at human interaction. And he's the person that's coming into first contact with these beings who have zero fucking idea about anything human or corporeal and are just 
like they exist out of time they have no reference to it you know yeah. they're gonna have a vast misunderstanding of how anything works in the yeah. world <laughs> and it's just that like i am so surprised that he is able to finally describe to them what why they're not a threat and like wins them over but it's just ridiculous but uh yeah i like i like this whole like i like the beginning of the segment like i like i understood where they were going and it was interesting but like after the first like four explanations of what like human condition is like it just got so grating like by the time they got to the point where he's describing baseball to the fucking aliens i was like okay can we please stop this now (laughs) (laughs) right and they just keep cutting back to like all of the same scenes too it's like they didn't think about like like at no point in time are they ever like you know not reusing a scene all they do is just like take a scene that's previously been filmed and then fucking toss like a sepia filter over top of it and they like have like an awkward like noise humming noise in the back and it's like well great job great work team like really good job on that on that uh on that scene you know i really like what you did with it (laughs) so like not only is it not interesting in like an intellectual spectrum or a visual spectrum so you're just like bored out of your mind (laughs) for like 40 minutes yeah the only uh, saving grace is like during that time all of the other shit's happening like outside of the wormhole and that's actually kind of interesting uh so maybe we should get on to that so yeah um so the car the kardashians who i cannot stop thinking that they're saying kardashians which I would just love to think of a reality <laughs> show with these horrifying, horrifying creatures. <laughs> I mean, that is the Kardashians. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but like, with, but with these, with these people that look like like they're in the process of like getting their soul ripped out of them, like they just like stopped halfway and just kept going. Yeah, I love the fact that they have like, I I do actually kind of like the uh, Kardashian look. I like their uniforms. Like, I think they look kind of uh, they look pretty angry, pretty you know like intimidating. And I like Gal Dukat a lot. He's an awesome character. Does some really like amazing stuff throughout the show. And, uh, but yeah, you're right. They are pretty fucking terrifying. Like they're the shit that like you would not want to come in contact with. You know, like yeah, th- they're the gonna like showed up and I was like, oh well, here we go. There's the villain. Here's the villain of the series. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're definitely right, but uh yeah so like he shows up and he's you know first off he gets there and he's just fucking like talking shit to cisco and uh he's like oh don't mean to be presumptuous but that is my desk or my former desk and uh cisco's just like not having it then they come back and he's just like it's like a race to the wormhole it's like all right who's gonna get there first the cardassians or the or the federation and uh, you know, my money was on the Fe- on the Cardassians totally getting there first, but then in some awkward turn of events, like Chief O'Brien magically gets the fucking like station to move, like cover that distance, and like no, because he at all. kicks the uh, kicks the thing, which fixes everything, obviously. Yeah, yeah, his first his first kick at like the console <laughs> and everything's fixed. I I really enjoyed that that scene though with O'Brien because as I was saying earlier like he, he didn't do shit on the enterprise and i'm like wondering if you are this skilled like you're this adept at you know doing your job as an engineer like you came in this place was completely wrecked completely destroyed and you've got it back up and running and not only that but you were able to get it to the point where you can move it 
fucking like tens of thousands of kilometers away to the opening of this wormhole and you were just sitting in the transporter room the entire time like man the enterprise was not taking advantage of your full skill set and yeah they were not utilizing him the way he should have been (laughs) yeah like no wonder you don't like picard like (laughs) i wouldn't like him either it's like this asshole never let me do anything (laughs) i never could step on the bridge yeah now he's gotten his dream come true he's actually like he has he has value he has yeah poor chief so then they get there fucking galdi caught doesn't listen to him and flies his ship into the wormhole and gets stuck like on the opposite end of it and then we got more kardashians or you know whatever show up <laughs> yeah and, and they just have like a standoff essentially yeah like caitlin jenner shows up <laughs> she's just like yeah, <laughs> yeah gosh hello it's me <laughs> um kanye shows up as well yeah we get like Tons. the whole crew <laughs> they, they show up and they're like hey we got all our ships and we're gonna attack you guys if you don't tell us what happened to our dude and then kieran arise just she is really fucking bad at negotiating. Can we just can we just like cover that? Yeah, that real was quick? not a very good. Ino- she schools them and makes them go away, but how she handles it was not very good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. if that did not work, they would have all been like annihilated essentially. Yeah, right. Like her first tactic isn't to like actually use reason with them. It's to just try and intimidate them. Like, oh, you think the Federation would make this outpost uh, come to this outpost without rearming it? Like. Huh, please we could take you guys all on <laughs> okay <laughs> like like we've got we've, we've got three people here that could fight you we'll do it <laughs> yeah well we can do this they fire a couple of photon torpedoes and like my favorite though is like chief o'brien's like uh yeah we only have six torpedoes are you sure you want to use them all yeah. It's like yes <laughs> <laughs> like you should totally. never be the captain ever <laughs> like totally just fire them all right now i i I only do things huge huge the best (laughs) the best missiles yeah so somehow she miraculously like stalls for time and then like but then it fails again though but then it like it doesn't even work at the end because like the Cardassians is just like fuck it like well we're calling your bluff now and we're gonna attack you anyway and so it's not like it's like she did she all she did was like stall for time which i guess if you're gonna stall for time making like i guess it was a decent attempt but i don't know yeah could could have been worse could have been, been worse, worse. could have been worse yeah they could have just called your bluff immediately and like completely destroyed you but hey uh whatever works whatever. i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well then this you know then we switch back over to to captain cisco or no not captain cisco he's still commander at this point and he's just fucking still chilling in in la la land he's like watching his his wife die like over and over again and uh like the the aliens are just telling him that they don't understand linear time and uh there's this one point which it just cracked me up is they're right back of the scene where his wife dies, right? Like he's, he's in the, in the room with her and they're like, they're like, you live here, Cisco, Cisco lives here. It is not linear. And 
Cisco like breaks down and he's just like, it's not linear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made a note of that because it was so funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just didn't get it. Um, I, I, like, was he saying he's not linear or like, I, I don't know. I think what they were saying is that like, so time is linear to us, but like, and then again, considering we like, focus on our past mistakes or like memories that in a way it's not linear because we live in those moments as well so i think that's pretty much what they were trying to get across in that segment but like with a lot of overacting and (laughs) (laughs) a lot of repetition of like really like you really beat that scene to death (laughs) yeah like any impact that scene could have had was lost 20 minutes ago (laughs) yeah yeah and then i guess that's like the moment though right because like right after that they are like okay we're gonna let you go yeah yeah and then uh, i guess everything's good after that yeah just goes back to the ship and then the attacks called off and they just kind of make sure everybody's good yeah like that was just such a uh like the resolution of that entire crisis was literally just like a tow job like cisco just fucking tows the ship out of the wormhole and he's like oh hey guys we're good we're good no problem yeah and so yeah crisis averted they're back on like deep space nine and i guess like the enterprise finally shows back up because they had contacted it for assistance before this whole debacle started and we get and we get one more scene with captain picard and cisco He is very serious in this in this scene, which yeah. is like very weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's finally like, like Captain Picard is like talking to him, and he just interrupts him and is like, uh, "Captain, if you you know, uh, like I don't want to be changed off of the station now. And like, did you send the like my request through?" And Picard's like, "No, I didn't actually, but uh, I'm still pissed at you for." being a dick to me earlier <laughs> so yeah. uh so i'm gonna like be a dick back to you and ask you whether or not like you're actually serious about this you know and he is and then then commander cisco takes the reins at deep space nine and card pieces we start out. the series yeah then we start the series then it's good stuff robo benji has figured out human emotion and i have aged <laughs> three years <laughs> right uh i actually watched the episode twice um oh my god why because <laughs> i was waiting for you to get like uh to you know earlier today you know because of the like our time difference uh, yeah yeah true yeah so uh maybe we should mention for our for our listeners i'm in pennsylvania and yes and i am in uh, southern california los angeles yeah uh which is where a lot of star trek is filmed actually is like <laughs> pretty much almost all of it is filmed in southern california i thought it was filmed in space i was deeply mistaken <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's not real space <laughs> oh man <laughs> i know it's unfortunate yeah i think it's in the same place where they filmed the moon landing yeah on the moon of course of course yeah yeah that wasn't a that wasn't a fake get the get those soviets off of our back <laughs> <laughs> so what did you th- i've never what's that what was that uh, i was gonna say so what did you think overall of this first episode um so i think i may have mentioned it before like the episode itself was like 
I was interested. I like I didn't think it was like a bad show or bad episode, but like it could have used a lot of work of like including new people to the show because it's not like an an continuation of like a season. It's like a completely different thing. And then like just editing itself need to be a huge like I'm hoping all the episodes are not this long because there was no reason for the to be this long. <laughs> yeah. It could have it could have been like a brisk like forty minutes like self contained and it would have been like a whole lot better. Well but. you're you're in luck because the rest of the episodes from here on out are normal like television length. It's about forty five minutes uh total, uh like airtime and so you will not right, have to God. suffer through an hour and a half of of, uh, <laughs> of it anymore. Yeah. All right. That's that's a whole lot better. Like oh, I was yeah. afraid. Like thirty minutes into the episode, I was like, "Shit! I hope this is the one that we're supposed to be recording about, or else I'm never gonna get this time back." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Good old emissaries part one and two just really uh, fucking up my day. I was totally yeah. in the same boat as you. I was like sitting there. Uh, I was actually uh over at uh a friend's house and we were i was at mike's and we're just sitting there and i was like hey you want to watch deep space nine so we sat there on his couch and we watched (laughs) it and like about 40 minutes in i'm like man this is a really long episode like why why is it still going (laughs) and he's like yeah like why why is this happening yeah like why is this episode still going i swear we've been watching it for like an hour and he's like yeah it's an hour and a half i was like oh shit like, oh, <laughs> I made a huge man, mistake. I made a huge mistake with this one. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah, we... so I'm I'm I am looking forward to the rest of the series, but I'm hoping it improves a lot from this episode. <laughs> yeah, you definitely get your wish, but not until like season three. <laughs> so. I'm I'm just here for Robo Benji figuring out how <laughs> humans work throughout the course of the show. <laughs> he just wants to like gain his humanity back. <laughs> It's it's actually I think we should just call this what Borgs dream of. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I think the whole like premise of Deep Space 9 is that he's totally a Borg and he's just dreaming because he's now doing Borg functions like it's like a deep part of his like subconscious or something and like he's just yeah, he's he's really actually a Borg and like all of humanity are Borgs and they never actually stopped the Borg attack and he's just <laughs> he's just Robo Benji. Robo bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, so I th- think we should call it a yeah. call it a day with that then. I think so as well. I think that's about all we're going to get uh out of this episode. Yeah. So yeah, I think we we'll, we'll think of an ep- uh show title, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a sh- later. A show title, an episode title. Uh Yeah. And That shouldn't be too hard. Nah, we'll be good. We'll, we'll get it figured out and Yeah. Yeah. And then, this is a good start from here. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, um, I guess we'll just keep doing an episode a week. Um, see where we go from there. Maybe bump it up a little bit. If there's like we're only doing like twenty minute episodes, there's not a whole lot to talk about. But we'll 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 see where it goes. I like it. Onward and forward. All right. Yeah. All, All right, right man. So, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Robo Benji's waiting. <laughs> With that thong. <laughs> Thumbs <laughs> up.